In From Under a Rock podcast lore, plane drifter is a horribly offensive term for white Whoa. people. Hey, 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 we need to calm down. Guys, let's, let's be mature adults here, okay? It originated in the Twin Peaks episode when Ryan coined it. What does it stem from, Ryan? Well, it's actually a, um, a little-known term for the elite upper class who ride their planes and drift them like, like, uh, like cars. Like Tokyo Drift. It's, it's, you know, it's not even possible. It's unreasonable to assume that that's what they're doing up there. I think that's why it's so offensive. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Well, it's 2015, and white people are worse than ever. We need some new terms to take them down a peg. Give me some lesser-known ones and their meaning. Steven? Well, uh, we kind of stepped back in time for the movie this week, so I think a term that they had back in the Old West was uh, los porritos blancos, except they kind of misinterpreted that, and the popular Spanish cuisine of burritos and chipotle later was born, so they kind of failed with that slang term. Damn. Sure. Ryan? One that I've heard that you guys might not have is uh, Blarney Suckers. Mm-hmm. I think it's fairly self-explanatory, but it's... But go ahead anyways. Um, as you know, in, in Ireland, there's a popular tradition for tourists to go and kiss the Blarney Stone, to lie underneath the Blarney Stone and kiss it, mm-hmm. when people you know, would assume that the white people are actually sucking on the stone instead. Mm. Oh, okay. It's, I got you. Um, ugh. It's a little gross. Yeah. yeah. James? Uh, mine's mine's simple. Uh, chalker, as you all know. Um, the great chalk mines of which this time period of this movie that we watched actually a lot of chalk mines out in the old west. So chalker uh, Texas Ranger. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, let's not be that offensive. Okay, I mean technically he is a chalker. So okay. Well, and then I'm I, gonna I'm gonna chalk that one up to bad parenting. Yeah. Uh, and I have one uh, myself. It's uh, Post-it users. I don't know anyone of any other race that uses Post-its so frequently. Gosh. Yeah. Ryan, I'm going to give you three. James, I'm going to give you two. Steven, I really didn't understand yours. It should be an English one. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just going for, you know, it makes more sense if other ethnicities come up with these slang terms. So I'm just being realistic. I get what you're saying, but you referenced Chipotle and that got you one point. Welcome to another episode of From Under a Rock, the podcast dedicated to taking you out from under the proverbial rock on Ooh. movies you should have seen by now. The proverbial Blarney <laughs> Stone. Give me chills. <laughs> <laughs> I am Michael Ornelas. I'm Steven Zarita. I'm James McAnally. And I'm Ryan Evans. <laughs> Thought we were going cl- uh, cl- uh, clockwise there. We were going from one and then left and across <laughs> and back to the right again. Yes, you know, exactly. that popular we were ordering. Just, we were just drifting around. Easy now. Okay, hang on. Uh, <laughs> hey, we got just because familiar... we watched a movie called yeah. you, you, you know, you know, but we doesn't should... give you the right to say the high. I know you just picked this one so you would have an <laughs> an excuse to let your racism fly whoa, free. Whoa, I would never do that. That is never the reason I would pick a movie. I, but that's the exact reason. Yeah, I also didn't pick Blarney Suckers for a reason. Okay. Come on, man. Okay. Just, that's a good movie. Cool it for a second. Okay. But yeah, we got two familiar faces joining us again. James is back from, <gasps> when was the last time? Babadook? Yes. Babadook. That was maybe what? Three weeks three, ago? Three episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. Still, how, how are you guys? 
since since Baba du- has the Baba Duke been Baba Duke in it? Well, it keeps knocking at my door, but I won't let it in. Don't let it in. <laughs> Good. You shouldn't let it in. Because once he's in, he's not getting out. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't let it in. He's stuck. <laughs> and we have Ryan here. Ryan's back. He's back from the 90s. His yeah. excursion. James, kind of, you guided him through his education yeah, in the 90s. I was kind of, after a while, I saw that he was sort of, he was using my things more as cliff notes. So I thought I'd just let him co- sort of just mm-hmm. explore on his own. I checked up on him every once in a while, made sure he was fed and watered. I but I don't want to be like a 90s hipster, you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, you know, James was a fine teacher at first, but let me just say he has a very limited perspective of what the 90s no, that's, really that's is. That's fair. you've gotten into this. That's fair. I mean, I was I, I was only a, uh, a little kid through... Through most of it. Let me so. ask you, how about those Chicago Bulls? Am I right? Oh, oh man. Six championship victories in that decade? Unbelievable. Six of them. Michael Jordan on top of the world. Yeah. yeah. Haynes. But them Houston Rockets had a couple of themselves, too. That's true. You know, did they? They did. That I didn't know. Two in a row. Did you get into... He, he knows. Uh, he was there. He was just there. He was just in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Did you get into Space Jam at all? Did you study that? Space, Space Jam, Jam is yeah. like the Bible to me now, There Steven. you go. There you go. That's all I wanted to hear. The great pro- prophet Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Well, we're glad to have you with us. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad to be back. Yeah. So, what did we? Uh, what do we do this time again? What do we watch? I know we, uh, we're kind of we beating around the bush. Hi. Uh, okay, I think if, we, we're going to have to say, it. say a word. It doesn't yeah, count. It's actually, okay, that's okay. okay. So, Michael, you yeah. start. High planes. Drifter. Error. That still doesn't sound good. It still doesn't sound like we should be saying it. No, I mean it's. I think it's okay. How about okay. if I just say the drift? It's artistic integrity. Part. Yeah. You know. So. I th- oh, maybe we all just say it once at the beginning and then never say it again. Okay, ready? Okay. One, okay. two, three. High, High Plains Drifter. Drifter. Okay, Oof. guys. I feel, <sighs> I feel like we just like got our clan card. <sighs> Ooh. Anonymous. Anonymous cards, is going to no. out us after that. Yeah, I, know. I think that's yeah. why everyone hates them so much. Because they have cards. They have cards. Yeah. And, and and they're required to smile. Like if they could just make like a, like like a what mug a card. shot. Yeah, if they made like just like a mug <laughs> shot like they're ashamed or something, that would be one thing. But like, hi, I'm in the clan. Here's my toothy grin. Like that doesn't <laughs> My toothy grin. That's another good <laughs> thing. Well another good term for a white guy, toothy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I, like, oh, I, I mean, I don't wh- like that one. But <laughs> we, we all know those white people have teeth. Yeah, <laughs> you you pearly you you you're looking pearly, pearly white, white today, toothy. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> toothy, toothy. Uh, guys, so Michael, why did you pick High Plane? The thing, the thing, the, the movie, the movie. We watched, oh, the, we didn't watch the thing. The we watched. Michael, why did you pick the Clint Eastwood starring and directing? 1970s movie oh um hpd i uh honestly picked it because of the name yeah i knew it <laughs> of course i knew it you know I'm, i should commend you for lasting this long like I, you've <laughs> really wanted to just blurt it out but yeah but now now i dragged you guys into a yeah. situation where you have to say it yeah. now and it's not just me alone well at least it's 60 episodes in and not like episode three by the way, this is our 69th episode. Well, uh, 60 in yeah. like the four canon of picks, but total when you include all the uh, guest stars and everything and extra episodes. No, no, this is like the 69th episode total. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, wait, no, never mind. 60, the 60th 68th. canon. It'll be the 68th. We uh, fall one short of a 69. Am I right? Yeah. I'm looking at your line. screen. It's. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No. So what I said, that's the 60th canon episode. 16, but when you add all like the extras, I mean, there was six, no, there was no sixty nine in the nineties. I don't know. What the, 
No, just 90. They just, there was 90, 91, the, the 92, physical, 93, 94. The physical act was there, but I don't know if it had been coined yet. Mm. I'm sure it, it probably has. <laughs> uh, so uh, Michael, Michael is rummaging around there. Oh, who hadn't? You you all hadn't seen this before. Had right? not seen it. I yet. was I was the only one who had, and I had had not seen it for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and? and I can tell you exactly what I do remember from seeing it the first time, and it was that uh, kind of creepy, awkward scene at the beginning where uh, Clint Eastwood, whichever do you mean, <laughs> takes a woman into the barn and. Has, just, has his way. Yeah. Um, what you guys? How did you guys feel there? I, I, I could. <laughs> well, we at were the time, all kind of like, at the time, I could on? tell you could yeah. tell they were trying to play it as, "Hey, look how cool this guy is. He just takes what he wants." Is that what you think? I think I don't think that at the time we like they made that movie, the audience was intended to be like, "Oh, that's not okay." I don't know. I, uh, it's. I'm telling you that in 2015, watching it, I very much felt this is not okay. I don't like this character. I I I, I sure, think I I'm might sure it must disagree have with them you. the wrong way. Um, especially because they split, they kind of you know within the movie they come back to it and say you know they have her come back in and uh, enraged and talk to the sort of the town elders, council, <laughs> the, the town council, council of Elrond <laughs> uh, about you know how how bad that was basically and how that yeah. they should be doing something about that. And they they brush it off. It happens. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's kind of the movie's way of saying we don't condone this sort of activity, I guess. But I, I was trying yeah. to find, you know, Michael, you said you thought it was just to make the character look cool. I don't, what, uh, were I, there any I don't other, think it did, but I mean, it just, any other much- explanations though for including something like that? Well, I I still don't know what to like how to die. I he's kind of I guess the protagonist because he's the main he's the main character yeah, at I least. So. Uh, protagonist might not be the best word. He's it's definitely the main anti-hero. character. I think honestly the protagonist yeah. might be the midget. <laughs> Another word that's kind of not okay, but I guess in this episode. Okay, what, on, honest question. Honest question <laughs> though. Person. What would Little be person. the correct term for that? Little person. Little person. You see, that seems degrading to me too. Like well, any term you come up with, it seems you like you don't really no. get to choose though. No, I know. I'm just but gonna like, call him a little slugger. Pick. Little <laughs> slugger. Little slugger. Little guy. Champ. Little sheriff slugger. Champ. His name's Mordecai. See, you, it's a very fine line s- you're walking. For squirt? wrong. I don't think that works. It's a it's a fine line there. Do I just like rub his hair? Set him on send him on his way? To the, to uh, the yeah, candy, I, candy store. I was instantly in a place of like, I don't like this character. So yeah, yeah. Uh, well, for, and I didn't like. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I didn't like anybody in this whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was the point. The, yeah. the 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 movie starts off. Clint Eastwood kind of rides into town, and everybody's just giving him weird looks. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of my town. He walks in, orders a whiskey, tries to get a, a shave, and people start a fight kills three people and here's the one thing i couldn't figure out and i was trying to piece together his past which we get a little of at the end of the movie but it still didn't like fill in the gaps at the beginning the girl is looking at him she's kind of like sizing him up and then decides to walk into him like it seems almost as an excuse to like start up a conversation Mm -hmm. but i know there's no whenever i go out to a bar and i see a girl i want to talk to I look at her for a little like bit and then I walk straight into yeah. her. 
I, I just don't, I can't figure out what her motivation is. It's, it, it was so weird and just to get his attention. I, mean, I, I, guess. I think it was just definitely a thing of, they all want to do assert their rudeness. Like you're not welcome here is kind of the vibe when he walked in, like the look that everyone was giving him just seemed like we already don't like you. Yeah. And they, they said it was because of so their, weird. um, last time with a stranger. But, yeah. Or it was, their last encounter with their their old sheriff, right? Yes. Uh, Jim Duncan. Yes. Who we, we see in flashbacks getting whipped to death by... Uh, the bandits or whatever. Yeah. That, that was the explanation for the town Why being mistrustful of strangers. strangers yeah. But it's their sheriff or their marshal. So, spoiler alert, the big, spoil, the right. big yeah, yeah. twist... He was dead the whole time. He was dead the whole time. Clint Eastwood is playing the ghost of the guy who got whipped to death in mm-hmm. the flashbacks that you see. I'm that the, fairly uh, certain that he's not actually the ghost of that guy. Really? Because I think he is. Well, what do you think then, Michael? Wait, do you guys? Is that really what you guys took from that? That's it's open to interpretation. That's, that's a pos- that's a popular interpretation of the movie is that he is. He could also be what? just like, yeah. Why did my mind just get blown and the movie's been over for half an hour? <laughs> what, did, what was your, what did you think it was? I just thought it was him just kind of fading off into the distance. I didn't no. think that it was like to be like, Oh, he doesn't really have a corporeal form. Well, the, well, the big thing was when he's, um, uh, Mordecai's Mordecai, Mordecai, Mordecai asks, carving into the says, Hey, grave. I never knew, uh, never knew your name. He's like, yeah, and he, he says, did. yeah, he did. You know, that and then the camera not so subtly zooms in on the gravestone Marshall of Jim Duncan. Ju- Jim Duncan. Uh, so I just assumed that he was still alive and he was presumed dead. I thought I that's was thinking was. that for a while yeah. too, but then like towards the end, he for some reason is really into like this hell imagery. Mm-hmm. And and earlier in the movie, someone says to the mayor, to the sheriff, like, "Oh man, this stranger is ruining this town. This hired gun. It'd be no better if the devil himself rode in." So then I'm thinking, okay, maybe supernatural stuff. Uh, he could be the devil. I, I, I thought he was the devil for the longest time because then he's saying, paint I, the I town think, red. And, I think that's another yeah. possible explanation. And yeah. he, he kind of like when he uh, is scaring the bandits on their way into Lago, he kind of does it in a way that they never see him. So to them, it could just be like this weird act of God, like the mountain explodes. Someone's shooting at them, but like, they, you know, it's kind of like this, this supernatural hmm. thing. So he seems to kind of like that world. You it's know, interesting. I didn't even see that while watching this. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I, I was watching it very like surface level. Like, uh, it's just a dude. <laughs> it's just a dude. Just a dude. Yeah. It He's wasn't until dude. later that She's I was dude. kind of like, huh? We're all dudes. Hey, I'm a dude. She's a good a burger dude. for you. I appreciate it. <laughs> just trying to win your fancy with all these nineties references were you that like, we're allowed Kurt to make. Kurt is now, now your mother so, and your father. Let's see what Kurt looks like. Naked. <laughs> all right, guys. What? What's yeah. that for? All right. Good burger. Oh. Were, were you excited Come on, for guys. the reunion? <laughs> Did you see the reunion? 90s. Ryan? Let's do it. Yeah. Or does uh, that not on, count? Um, on Fallon? On Fallon, yeah. What was that like for you? You probably like just watched all of Good Burger and then you just got an extra episode like right after. Again, yeah. again not to sound like a 90s hipster or anything, but I've at this point, I at, at the point that I saw that reunion episode, I was pretty well versed already. I consider myself an expert. You were in on all the jokes. Yes, yes. I I, I feel like I experienced it the way most people did mm. as a nice. fond, a fond memory, even though I had just watched the movie the day <laughs> yeah. before a fond memory of yesterday. Yeah. Literally. I'm skeptical of your time travel. My what? Is your he time a time travel. drifter? Uh, c- cool it, man. Wait, is that <laughs> offensive? 
Yes. I've been saying that like every day. <laughs> In what context? I, I just, just randomly, just like, hey, what time is it? Try time drifter, and and then it's, then they get a weird. I get a weird look, and yeah, then they give me the think? time. You can't say it with an er at the end. You have to put oh, an a on that. Oh, time okay, drift, uh, it can't be a hard r. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, th- some of my time drifters. <laughs> Is that what like Doc Brown and Marty say to Doctor Who and all them? Just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, but it's their word, so they can yeah. say so it. They can inter- say it. Interdimensional lobby where everybody just yeah. waits to time with travel. Rick. Rick and Marty are yeah, there exactly. too. Yeah. So this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was the. I was thinking towards the end. There's some plot holes because there's this unmarked grave for Marshall Jim Duncan, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and. But someone in the town knows that it was Marshall Jim Duncan in the unmarked grave. So why has it been unmarked for all this time? Because they were trying to cover it up I, that they had killed him. Oh, that they let him die? die yeah. Or, okay, yeah. that, okay, then that's not really a plot hole. Or but they had him killed, I guess. Did they have him killed? Yeah. I missed that. When did, that, when did they say that? I thought the bandits had just gone in well, and killed them because they were bad um, guys. The, the innkeeper's wife was talking about how the... Uh, Marshall Duncan was going to turn them in for mining on government property. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, and then they hired the Stacy and the three guys mm-hmm. to kill him, and then they went to jail. Yeah, and then they came back for revenge. Yeah, then that makes a lot more sense with the ending then, because the Clint Eastwood, Marshall, Jim Duncan, whatever, the uh, stranger, the stranger abandons the town. And then comes back. So I could kind of see it as like, all right, well, you got to, this is your own like retribution yeah, the or whole judgment. Thing, or the whole thing was him getting back at the town, getting revenge on the yeah. town. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I think one of you mentioned while we were watching the movie, something about how, you know, they're so afraid of these bandits coming and destroying the town, but uh, the stranger is doing a good job of doing yeah. that himself. You know, he's yeah. just like going he's around like going ran- and ransacking the place, yeah. taking whatever he wants tearing down structures changing the hierarchy like making uh, making excuse me the little person the uh your sheriff slash mayor um mm-hmm. that's a lot of power for one it's just going around and like screwing everything up and they're like oh it'll be okay because he's gonna kill stacy and the gang and it's just like God, you guys can Stacey's you have rifles they have a guy who has a ton of more 90s. Sorry. No, I think this was early Stacey, 2000s. Stacy, can't you see? You're uh, just, just not, not the, the bandit for me. The, yeah. Bandit for me. Anyways, yeah. I it know just seemed it might ridiculous. be wrong, but I'm... No, I can't, it can't <laughs> be wrong. That doesn't rhyme. No, it might be lame. We, we but we'll wait until you finish the rhyme. <laughs> okay, there you go. It seems It seemed weird. Like... Everybody was like, okay, I guess we're just going to go along with whatever this dude says. We're going to paint the whole town red, literally. Yeah, I, it's a town the, full of beta males. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really know, is. I, I did notice up to a certain point in the movie, the, like the two main women in the town were the only ones to like really speak up or challenge mm-hmm. yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else just kind of, yeah, immediately submits to like, okay, there were yeah, only whatever you say. a couple other ones that we actually saw. Yeah. Too. I think they were the, the yeah. town women, just yeah. the two of them. The two <laughs> women in town. But then later on in the movie, the, the men have enough and some of them try to kill him and then he kills them back and they're a little more rebellious to him. But up to a certain point, I, I thought it was, I thought the movie was going somewhere with the fact that only the women were 
uh, the one standing up. I thought it was going to make like some sort of observation there or something, but it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, this movie kind of was. Uh, I I didn't enjoy it all that much. It just seemed kind of meandering for a while. There are a lot of reaction shots. I guess that's just what a good western needs, though. The, yeah. A lot the, of yeah, the meandering, as you call it, the uh, slow pace is just kind of a hallmark of these yeah. old Eastwood era uh, westerns. And spaghetti I haven't westerns. watched, and I haven't watched all that many westerns or spaghetti westerns. I have seen um, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and I enjoyed that one, even yeah. though I also felt that that one went for. A little long. That's is like that a three-hour movie. Yeah. Is that the one where he's like out for revenge because of the guys who like injured the prostitutes? Which one's that? Oh, that's mm. Unforgiven. Unf- oh. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. That's the only I other seen one I've Unforgiven, seen. but I've been told that's a Unforgiven's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Good movie. Man, Ugly is great too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just I know that the slower pacing is a hallmark of these kinds of westerns, and I knew to expect yeah. that. But I was thinking, I you was, really could have fit this into like a TV episode. I was. I, I don't know. I was just kind of really bored. Most yeah. of the movie, because it just seemed, it seemed like not a whole lot was happening, and what was happening, I wasn't buying because. Well, there was a lot of setup that was no payoff too. He spends you know a couple scenes trying to teach the town to shoot, and all right, well here's these dummies on a horse. By the <laughs> no. way, so dangerous of a shooting drill. The only but the only person who ends up being able to shoot at the end is the guy is the midget who's not even in. He's not even shooting. Yeah, he's on the wa- the wagon. Yeah, you know, so he's trying it's to train than being them off the wagon. He there's yeah. with all his drinking. That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of drinking in this movie. Oh yeah, whiskey. I appreciate that eye roll that I got from Ryan <laughs> and beer, <laughs> whiskey and beer. You no, know, he's, he's teaching them how to shoot. He's telling them, all right, uh, strip this wood down, build a bunch of picnic tables, paint the town red. All this setup, and that's all like abandoned in about thirty seconds when yeah, the I bandits thought, come thought, into town and everybody just flees their post. Like, well, like, and oh, he comes in and red. shoots them anyways. Oh, well. yeah. yeah. The I point, the point was that it was. It's like a. It's like a. Hey, here they are. Yeah. Come kill them. Yeah, he wasn't. The point was that he wasn't actually trying to save the town. Right? Yeah, he didn't actually come up it. with a plan. He just uh, wanted them to go along with. I actually thought that that was one of the cooler parts of the movie. Was like, oh, that's awesome. He's basically just serving them up on a silver platter. Yeah, but yeah, that was kind of the only time of the movie I was thinking that. I was like, oh man, is this other woman really gonna fall into his arms? But be like, oh, you brute, you brute, you brute, and then yep, yeah, sure, lo and behold, she kind of does. <laughs> yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, don't know how I feel about those both of those scenes. I guess yeah, yeah with with both of the main women characters. Although, as Michael said, um, his interaction—I forget the character's name—the innkeeper's wife. Yeah, Miss Belding. His his um, interactions with Belding. her were, Belding. Belding. were some of the best in the movie. I oh think. yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of just stares. I was thinking she was going to say something because you know it's like she recognized that, like him. She recognized him. Yeah. And he was, you know, and maybe there was some sort of silent agreement between them to not bring it up. I was expecting a scene. Well, he that had would, facial hair. Yeah, when he was di- when he died originally, he didn't have facial hair. Yeah, and he was about to get that shave. And that's a, if he had gotten good that disguise. shave, it's all one big misunderstanding. They would have just been like, "Oh, welcome home, sheriff," but instead, they didn't let him get a yeah. shave. And so I, he, I feel like her talking about the the legend of Jim Duncan was her way of kind of saying, "Like, I think I know who you yeah, are." Yeah, I was and, really, I was expecting to end with, "You look like him," or something, or "You remind me of him," or "You you have his walk," or something. Or you have his face, shirt, pants, boots, spurs, and <laughs> the gun. Horse and you both only nap for 30 minutes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a nap in the middle of the day and then I guess wakes up the next morning, but it looks like no time has passed. Like everybody's <laughs> still outside on the porch just in the staring, same spot. Just yeah. staring at him. Yeah. Maybe like, staring well, up at his window. When are you going to go to sleep? 
I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Only needs to sleep for five minutes. Yeah. He's a ghost. Yeah, he's a ghost. What what point is there to sleep? Maybe that's why his uh, beer beer mug kept refilling. Remember yeah, you were like, because Man, he's like, uh, there was uh, there's one shot where he keeps drinking from uh, from a mug of beer, and, and every <laughs> time it cuts to a different take, he's his beer is it full. It was more again. full. It was more full. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I want that a magic refilling beer. I feel like that might just be a slight continuity error. <laughs> but, no, yeah. no, 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 no. He's a ghost. It was a hint. It was oh, a ghosty oh, okay. magic yeah, yeah. beer. It's ghost there, beer. Ghost beer. I, I, you, Ryan. I think you said it was his goal was to kind of just unravel a town with once they put him in charge just kind of ruin all their resources and stuff but there's still some weird parts of it that kind of pass him off as a good guy but or a thoughtful like guy, him but giving then it the candy and the to blankets the, to, to the, the native, native americans, americans. Yeah. and then when he uh, orders the hotel like cleared mm-hmm. and it's where it's just him but then later on he's ambushed and he blows up the top floor i was thinking oh he knew that was probably going to happen so he cleared it mm-hmm. so that way no one else would get hurt ah smart guy he's looking out for these he cares about these townspeople even though it's not clear either way but it's just confusing you know it might be i just thought of this just now as you were saying but people are staying at a hotel probably not permanent residents probably weren't there oh, the first time yeah. whenever he was They're getting not, killed his vendetta is not against oh, them yeah, yeah. They're the that's innocents. good yeah he does look up kind of strangely when the pastor says, God, not when he says that. No, when the he says, always, Stephen, I'm going to give you a point for referencing one of my favorite things about this. Movie. When the pastor, you know, he says, these are your brothers and sisters. Why don't you take care of them? The pastor says, all right, well, y'all can stay with the people of this town. We'll house you for no more than what the hotel costs. And he looks up like, what? You're going to charge them? I thought I was getting all the money in the <laughs> town, but then nothing else happens of that. I was like, What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, church has got to make money too. I this, guess this movie is retroactively much more interesting to me now that you guys are like explaining what is actually <laughs> oh. happening and that I seem to have missed. <laughs> yeah, that's a really great theory about. Well, that you were hotel we, we had thing. to explain to you that it was a flashback for a long time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, it, he it was, was pretty gotten up to get. A- Water. Or oh, okay. well, yeah. Because that's like it. the transition to past, it wasn't well, clear. Th- well, we fr- thought we thought we had gone back out of the transition yeah. because there was a fade. But then it was just like, oh, he's still getting whipped yeah. out there. Okay, because the first not- flashback kind of has that wavy quality yeah. to it. That's really stereotypical flashback. The ripple. The ripple. The mirage, but yeah. this one, it's it just it's just cuts to footage, and yeah. it's in the same exact spot. So yeah, we have yeah. less the only of a thing marker. Is of, in yeah. Wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. The, the Mordecai's got a, a different like just kind of a. I don't know what you would call that hat. He's got a, a newsy hat. Newsy New- hat. Yeah. <laughs> extra, extra. Need to sell some papes. You seen newsies? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, never mind. So yeah, I there there are definitely some confusing uh, choices in terms of editing. I'll say yeah. as far as that particular flashback went. Um, yeah. But I mean, like now that we're talking about it, there there are definitely a lot of things, Michael. You kind of mentioned that I didn't pick up on. Or that kind of tie in when you look back that I didn't get the first time through, I mm-hmm. guess. But even still, it was kind of a yeah, I don't more feel, of a miss movie. For uh, yeah, me. I don't, I don't feel compelled yeah. to rewatch it. How, how if this if this town is so angsty to strangers, why does the hotel have like a whopping eight people in it? <laughs> like, does this <laughs> everybody happen, has this happened to the eight town. people before him? Like, yeah, they're giving exactly. them weird looks, like staring and, at him. And but this is like, the only yeah. guy to do something about it. Uh, I feel like him killing seven of the townspeople in this 14 home town yes. <laughs> should have been a little bit more of a concern than does it, it also ex- turned out to be. Sorry, does the fact that he's a ghost also explain why he can't be shot in the bathtub? 
Because it's pretty hard uh, to miss. I don't know. I think that was just them. Can't shoot fish in a barrel. I mean, everyone in that town is a pretty bad shot, obviously. And <laughs> Everybody is zero for like 50 <laughs> in that oh, town. Yeah. <laughs> the only uh, ones that get any hits are the are the bandits and, and Clint Eastwood. And Mordecai. And Mordecai. Gets one. One for one. I think that's the yeah. only time he shoots. He, he's got the best yeah. friend you know, out of everyone. <laughs> it's, I, I do like how that kind of explains why the town is so scared of Stacy and his gang. Uh, it's it's mostly because everyone in that town is just so weak. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> and they even say, like, apparently, like, everybody's just cross-eyed. They, yeah. they, they try to implement the, the plan whenever Stacy rides back into town. Some of them get killed. Some of them just turn and run away. Um, they have, but like, the fight is over. Spots the fight too. is over really quickly to the point where they all meet back in the saloon, and everyone is just standing around watching Stacy, you know, loot the town or whatever. Yeah, do whatever he wants. Just burn. You know, yeah. it, it, very beta, as I was saying. Very. I thought it was weird that Mordecai, Marshall, Jim, Duncan's really nice to Mordecai, promotes him and stuff. I was expecting in the flashback to see like Mordecai was the one guy in town to try and help him out or something. Mm. But that doesn't happen, so I don't know what the motivation there he, was. He just didn't join in with the flogging, I guess. He maybe he didn't. He yeah, didn't have anything didn't, to do with it. Yeah, he was just, I'm, he I'm watched sure, like everybody else, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if he had jumped in and tried to stop it, he would have been killed too. That's, yeah, well, I was expecting I was like after the bandits had wrote Stacy and the gang cool in the gang Stacy and the gang <laughs> had wrote off. I was expecting him to like go out and be like, oh no, oh he's dead. But he like tried to help. I don't know. It, it, it was odd, but it made for some good comedy. You know, it's just kind of funny watching him go around, boss everyone around. And then eventually at night, once uh, Clint Eastwood's asleep, they, they just like gang up on him, which why he didn't shoot them then. I don't know. But yeah, he had a bandolier yeah. <laughs> sort of thing going on. So yeah, you guys said you didn't really like any of or as the movie doesn't want you to like any of the characters, you know, they're all just like kind of terrible people. And honestly, that's why I, kind of like this movie a lot mm-hmm. is that because it takes this approach that, Oh, everyone in this movie is terrible. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same in unforgiven actually. Right. Uh, it's just a movie of terrible people. Very different from most movies, Hollywood stock fair. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I, it's, I think I it's a, I think it's a cool approach. I don't dislike, I, I, I like the idea of not like making a movie with terrible people in it. You move faster. You're you're talking forever. <laughs> okay. Um, what I mean to say is, well, now you threw me off. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to cue Ryan to say, "Move it, football head." <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, I didn't. Who would have gotten that? No, uh, even was, us that's, from the nineties. Like I don't see it. It was terrible execution. I was just trying to say, "Move it" to make him go. <laughs> I was just oh. like, okay. I don't even know what I was going to say anymore. <laughs> All I can think about is football heads. <laughs> Steven, do you, did you know there were six Star Wars movies and not just five? Did you know that? Yeah. Episode one came out in 1999. Yeah. I, I never realized that. That was the fourth movie to come out. I didn't realize. I, I oh, oh, you're saying he you, saw four, you, five, you just six, discovered two, three. episode one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> six. I was wondering why they were. I just thought it was another well, thing. You know, they, two trilogies. they started out four, five, six, and then, and then they jumped to two. And I'm like, this is a weird way of doing it. Yeah. It still doesn't make that much sense. <laughs> <laughs> especially, yeah, especially if two and three already exist. And now we're jumping back to seven. What? Uh, What's going on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, the score was weird. 
The score. Okay, so for me, it it, it teetered on a line. Sometimes I thought the musical score yeah. was kind of it. It gave me that humdrum feeling of the old it's desert another, west. It's another racial slur. Line hum, teeters. Hum, line teeters. Am I gonna wait in this line? I'm or gonna not? give you two points, right? <laughs> <laughs> People who leave lines. Just, oh, come they come back. I was just here. Can you let me back in? No. Fuck I was, you. I was just getting coffee. I come up with these in my sleep. <laughs> wait, no. did you just fall asleep just yeah. now and wake yeah. up and tell us this? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. But then other other times the music is just kind of awful. Just kind of like just there's not some even really, kind of just awful. It reminded me of really my, bad. It reminded me of one of my least favorite Man, film this, scores. This, this music hits me so hard. Yeah, this movie there. The music makes me say like, "Oh my lord," you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna subtract two points for your terrible. You can't touch this reference. <laughs> But you see, now that would have been a great score if the bandits are shooting everything up and you just hear. Can't touch this. I mean, I would have been okay with it. It's inapplicable. Or it's more like when the town is trying to shoot at the dummies. That would have saved the movie for me. If it just breaks into a mid-movie musical number. an MC Hammer. It's a whole... Like he's, it's a training montage where Eastwood's <laughs> training the town to can't touch this, and they just fail at everything, and he keeps putting his yeah, hand exactly. on his forehead. It's like a really Ugh. cheesy. I was hoping for Ryan, like I'm be a give man, you two make a man back. out of you if he's like training the town, and Mulan's just playing in the background. <laughs> you must be swift as it's a, a coursing river. river. Oh, you can actually join along with that one now. Force Wait, of the great in the nineties, yeah, ninety six. Oh, ninety seven. I don't know somewhere around somewhere around there. Okay, because Tarzan was ninety eight. And Lion King was 94 and Pocahontas was 95. Two Ryan, worlds, right? one yeah. family. Yeah. Which of those was your favorite now that you've watched all those movies? Of Disney which, Renaissance. Of which one? Sorry. Disney or Renaissance Just all movies. the 90s Disney movies. Beauty and the Beast, 90s. Aladdin, Lion King, I have to Pocahontas. say Lion King is probably the Good best choice. One. Yeah. Yeah. Right choice. That's a good one. That's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe that. Yeah, you. mine too. You know. Did you time travel? Like, I really need you to explain how this happened. Time travel... Like, how did you experience the 90s after having... Oh, James started me out. He he uh, let me borrow a couple of his movies. And so you didn't, like, them. time travel to the 90s? No. That's ridiculous. No. Okay. What do you... What? Come on. It's, it's not a time drift. I'm not a TD, you know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> TD. It's but, the, uh, drift but your knowledge is so thorough, and I feel like you did. I know it's impossible. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Swear to me. Swear to me. I, I don't know. Uh, swear to me. Would you swear in a court of law? <laughs> why? Why? Are you, why would I have to? Well, it's, you put your hand on the absurd. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just pulled out a DVD copy of Space Jam. By the put way, put your hand on the Bible and I, swear to me. You shouldn't make a mockery of the sacred texts. Michael. Has anybody okay. looked up Slam Jam remixes on YouTube? Uh, no, I haven't looked it up, but they have been looked up for me <laughs> smiles so, right yes. yeah so I'll, yeah uh i've been getting way back into those and you should just read some of the comments <laughs> way back into those. how do you get into them <laughs> just look up slam jam and then type in a song and it might exist and it's great oh and it fits. oh okay yeah i have heard these yeah, before but the best one i was listening to like oh someone slam jams uh space jam and pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or even star wars or <laughs> celine dion slam the best jam. one someone slam jams the Space Jam theme song to itself. <laughs> and the like the top comment is you're messing with powers you can't possibly control. <laughs> Does it just sound like the regular song? Or? Well, he plays the first song. It's like when you say row, row, row your boat and then someone joins uh, in it's later. But at the beginning, it's around. Yeah. yeah. He, he uh, just loops it. He plays a second instance like 20 seconds in. <laughs> 
feel like Exhibit yeah. would be like, yo, dog, I heard you like Space Jam. Hey, hold so on. I put some Space Jam on your Space Jam. <laughs> My heart will go Slam jams go with like a lot of songs if you change the tempo a bit. It's, well, it's because that song doesn't really have a key. Yeah, yeah it's just go on it's, it's, it's a lot of percussion. Yeah. yeah, that's why. <laughs> what were yeah. we talking about? <laughs> the music. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what this movie could have used. This movie would have so much better if it was slam jam. Slam jam <laughs> and MC Hammer's can't touch us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything else we wanted to hit on? I mean, we can talk about some of the technical Speaking aspects. Speaking of meandering, we were this whole 20, conversation's been really... 24-year-old girls. What about them? There's something else I want to hit on. Oh. All right. Yeah. The... 20, 22, 24? No, 24-year-old girls. Specifically. I want to put... I want to take a four-year-old go- girl... Girl? Multiply by, <laughs> I, I want to take a 24-year-old girl by 20. Go I'll have 24-year-old girls... <laughs> And I'll 24 year old sounds... Wait, 24 year old. Yeah, 24 year olds. What is, what is confusing about that? Oh For, my god. <laughs> un- unfortunately, nothing. Uh, at least in the time of this movie. No, hold on. I'm not talking about four year olds. I'm talking about 24 year olds. But how many 24 year olds? It's a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost. Anyways, <laughs> this movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, technically, <laughs> the lighting was nice. The cinematography was nice. It was good. The desert always looks pretty. I, I love the desert. You can't, you can't chalk that. I don't Sorry, know. Chalk, I would, uh, chalk is a bad thing. I would disagree. I think the desert's pretty, really? pretty gross, pretty boring, and see to me, I, hot I, that and might, gross. Yeah, yeah, like sand. Yeah, I mean, that's literally the only place they I mean, could shoot the western. Yeah. Sand, it's coarse and irritating, and it gets, it gets everywhere. everywhere. I, I already knew that. Yeah, one, I so. know. I just wanted to reiterate that it gets everywhere. I mean, once it gets in your car, it's just like, oh, man, it's not going to get out of here. Yeah, I remember that scene when Clint Eastwood was getting in his car. And he's like, oh, man. Getting in his oh, car. That scene where Clint Eastwood like, goes up to the girl is like, I hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, you ripped my shirt. How dare you? It's completely ruined. And he's I like, sand. I hate sand. <laughs> what? Are you, are you stupid? And irritating. And and irritating. It gets everywhere. Come on, into the barn with you. What? <laughs> you guys, uh, you want to rate this thing? You want to? <laughs> sure. You want? You want to rate the town red? Uh, sure. Yeah. Why not? Ryan, are you cringing? <laughs> that one hurt. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. That was that was the uh, the equivalent of that mashup. <laughs> Which one? The uh, Santana Smash <laughs> Santana Smash. Mouth. That was that forced of a transition. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go first. Sure. Um. <clears throat> didn't care for the movie much. No points against it being about terrible people. I just didn't enjoy the movie. So I'm gonna give it a give it a D plus. Wow. Ooh, it's probably my lowest rating. Yeah. Like I said, the only thing I really remembered from my previous viewing was that terrible uh rape scene and that definitely i definitely 
I think I might have agreed with James about the first time I watched it that I really didn't enjoy it at all. But um, I've since then I've seen more westerns and enjoyed such as Unforgiven, Good Ben, Ugly, and gotten used to the slower pace of them. And I, I really like the revenge picture approach that this movie takes yeah. with the plot. And um, I think the we didn't really talk about the ending scene in depth too much, but there's some really cool imagery where he actually does turn the town into hell, you know, with the, mm. yeah. the fire, the, the fire the coming red, up behind him as he's whipping, shadows. as he's whipping Stacy's gang member yeah. on the ground. Very supernatural. It's, like, yeah, exactly. It's chilling and it's, it's well done. Uh, I'm going to give it a B plus. I will go next. That's a huge disparity. Mm-hmm. So this movie was, kind of confusing and i was wondering okay should i root for this guy i don't know should i root for this town i don't know these bandits were kind of doing what they were hired to do too so are they really <laughs> Honestly, the, the bad bandits guys? i think i like the most yeah <laughs> they, they were, were the ones with the charming. most personality yeah. out of anybody i don't know motivations were inconsistent or just not there the rape thing that happens twice was yeah, really well, uncomfortable it was, it was less it of a rape not, scene not as second second one does i wouldn't call it rape it was more of a Sexual her, tension. Her, yeah. It, sure. I, I could have seen that in another context and been like, oh, that's. Yeah. There's nothing too wrong with that scene. You know, if it had been yeah. another movie, I would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, but it was, it was just, they were both uncomfortable and I don't know how to factor everything in and the motivations and who to root for. And the acting was pretty good, except for there was like one scene with Mr. Belding mm-hmm. that I thought he wasn't acting well, but other than that, I thought everybody was pretty good, but eh. uh, technically I think it's fine other than the music, but the story and act, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to, it's right down the middle for me. This movie gets a C. This was a movie to me. This was a movie. And you watched it. And I watched it. As right. the, the, was it a waste of my I feel time? Like that's I wouldn't say. And now, every and now we're movie talking we've ever reviewed. Yeah, it was, was a movie yeah, we it watched. Was a movie it. We watched it, but was yeah. it a waste of my time? I don't know. Was <laughs> it a great use of my time? I don't know. Yeah, somewhere in the middle, probably right. Exactly. I like. <laughs> like this I was like, a use you, of my time. I don't time. know where that voice was coming from. But I, don't I don't know. Somewhere in the middle, it was like a John Travolta. <laughs> I thought you were trying. I thought you were trying to make another '90s reference. I don't know. I know. Yeah, I was. I wasn't really that captivated while watching it, but this discussion has helped me kind of realize that there's more to it than I was seeing. And it's actually pretty cool. And we're cool. hoping that the listeners will feel the same way. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I, I think I think it's pretty cool. Um, just kind of that idea, watching it through that lens, makes me intrigued to watch it again. I probably wouldn't anytime soon, but um, it's interesting. Uh, for me, I'm going to give this movie a B-. minus. All right. And that puts us at a C-plus rating. Interesting. This might be the only, because our ratings were across the scale, this might be the only one where the aggregate review score might not speak for us as a whole, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Well, Listen yeah, to our individual ratings. Board, yeah. And uh, I'm sure this might be a divisive movie. Yeah. For depending on who's watching. Yeah. Challenge. Guys, we saw the stranger try to teach the population of Lago how to shoot by attaching scarecrows to the back of a stagecoach and having them shoot them from a long range. This proved to be ineffective because those people sucked when shit hit the fan. 
How would you more effectively train the citizens of Lago to use guns? I'll go first. So Clint Eastwood had... What you should have said is Lago first. La- I'll oh go. My I'll go. myself out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just shot himself, but he's a ghost and he's back inexplicably. But we don't recognize him. <sighs> yeah. You look somewhat familiar. I have facial hair now. We're giving him weird looks because we're horribly. I'm not talking to you. Ryan, come with me to this barn. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) Uh, So, Stephen. So, Marshall Duncan had a couple good ideas there. You do need to teach the, you know, at the end of the day, they got to work on their marksmanship, all right? Mm -hmm. You got to teach them how to shoot. To hit an actual target. Mm-hmm. For a while during the movie, I thought maybe he was going to try and bring the town together when he said, let's, uh, let's get this, these long picnics. I thought, oh, maybe they're going to, maybe this unfriendly town's going to kind of buddy up and form a community and feel invested in stopping the, the, the intruders. But he doesn't go that route. He's just kind of ruining them to ruin them. But, you know, I think he had a good start. So I say, yeah, let's go for it. Let's, uh, yeah, let's build some picnic tables. Let's build a whole dining hall while we're at it. You okay. Know? We're going to build a whole dining hall that the town oh. can go in. We can socialize. We can yeah. have, like, ice cream socials and stuff every Friday night. Uh, we got the bar. We can put it right next to the bar. It'll be great for business. And then uh, we got to have something for these people to do, right? And we also sure. we want to, we you know, make them better shooters. So let's build, like, a little obstacle course, okay. all right? Uh, we're not going to do red paint. We'll get some some black paint, maybe some some neon greens and some purple. Uh, we'll erect kind of like an obstacle course, maybe a kind of a maze, uh-huh. and we'll just set up a laser tag arena, guys. And that you know they can work on their hey, aim. That's they not can a bad be social. Idea. You know they can have some pizza right after. It'll be fun. Make sure everybody's it's dark. having a good time. It's black black lights, black lights, yeah. exactly. And the neon it shows up great in those mm-hmm. in those black lights. You know. So we're going to have our nice little laser tag parties. And who knows? You know, maybe the bandits will come back and they don't want to shoot up the whole town. Maybe they want in on it, too, because it seems like a nice, friendly place, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's my plan. We can exchange money for tickets here. Can there be a part in the maze where it's just a wall of Post-it notes and chalk? Depending on which team you're on, yeah. It's very racist. The white team? Wow. The white team? Gosh. Ryan, would you? Uh, by the way, no running in the maze. Uh, Steven, I like the idea of laser tag. Laser tag's always a good time. I'm going to give you uh, 600 points. All right. 600. That is maybe the most I've ever gotten ever. I don't know. Thanks that Battle of Gods was on a very, very stilted scale. But I got like Yeah, 15. like 9 is that billion? It? I got like You didn't 15. get like 9 million? And no, and y'all, someone got like 9,000, and the next uh-huh. person got like 15 million. <laughs> And none of them were you. <laughs> yeah. No, I got 15 or something. I got like a number. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and subtract 590 points. Oh. <laughs> Look at me being honest. Okay. So if I were the stranger in that town, I would. You are in this scenario. By the way, great song by Richie Sambora in the early 90s, Stranger in This Town. Who's Richie Sambora? Richie Sambora. Who is that? <laughs> the guitarist for uh, Bon Jovi. Thought yeah. so. Minus three points. <laughs> 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 anyway. Assuming that I am the stranger in this town. You are. That's what I'm saying. Assuming that you are in this, okay. in this scenario, you are. Um, I, I could very quickly determine that this town is uh, hopeless in their uh, marksmanship, their shooting ability. And there's no way that I could teach them to shoot dummies off of a wagon within the span of a couple of days. So there's no way with that. What this movie did make me realize is that I need to teach them a, a more useful skill for the upcoming fight. And that is how to fall off of buildings mm. because the people in this movie, when it, when the time came for the big fights, they were falling off buildings left and right. 
and uh, some of them really didn't know how to take a fall. Like they would fall off a second story roof right onto their ankles and then like just drop on their ass and lay out probably with broken ankles. Um, I would, I would put them through my, uh, my 19 prong plan. (laughs) (laughs) Prong number one. Prong number one. Um, how to climb a building. Prong number two. How to hold a gun on a building. Prong number three. How do you drop your gun and turn in fear? Number four. On a building. Sure. <laughs> number four. Yeah. How to lose your footing. Number five. <laughs> how to slip off the edge of a building. Number six. Uh, body positions uh, for when you're in the while you're falling. Give me some examples of those. Uh, well, there's the the classic. Uh, if you if you're going for aerodynamics, you want to sort of um, you you want to go into rod form, but if you want to slow your descent, you want to go into uh, bird form. Flying, flying squirrel. <laughs> sure. All right, what's seven? The the tuck and roll. <laughs> sure. Well, we're already we're already on the ground at this point, but there's still twelve more prongs, so let's keep them coming. Number eight. Um, uh, assess for damage. Okay. <laughs> assess for bodily harm. Number nine. Uh. Treat injuries if necessary. Prong 10. (laughs) We're halfway there. (laughs) How to stand up. (laughs) Great. Number 11. Uh... (laughs) Repeat steps one through ten. <laughs> one, through, right. one through so nine. So now you've done that whole thing tw- twice. Uh, uh, prong twelve. <laughs> no, that's step. <laughs> All right, you got me. I didn't actually have a nineteen prong plan. Didn't I was surprised so. none of those plan prongs were like that was pretty good stuff out of Legends of the Hidden Temple or we something. We got further. We got further out than I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Much better than the Godzilla traps. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, I d- a debatable. Okay. <laughs> you clearly didn't follow the instruction of teaching them how to use guns. They're hopeless. But you had a very uh, nihilistic but realistic viewpoint of they're hopeless. Yeah. Well, so there's I'm, also I'm not the, going to uh, subtract from that. If everybody's on the roof or roofs, then uh, surely one of the people will, when they jump off, hit one of the bandits, right? Yeah, let's hear number 1A. In the situation <laughs> where two people are jumping off the same roof oh, that's to the like, same trajectory. That's like 6A, actually. Okay, what's 6A? 6A. Oh, if two of them are jumping off in the same trajectory? Yes, yeah, and they're going to land in the same spot. Uh, How, well, What do you teach them? Well, um, you know, my, my skydiving training uh, would really help out a lot in this case. Sure. You know, you... Um, uh, if you're, if you're just you starting, link, you link arms. You, you link arms, yeah. yeah you, um, and you, you make sure you stay with your buddy the and, entire and time. And what body position for this one? Uh, this would be uh, a, a combination of eagle form and um, uh, human toothbrush. Mm. Human to- uh, mm. yeah. of, of course. course. Yeah. Of course. Sorry, I'm still waking up. I'm going to give you 430 points. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> James? Well... Okay, so you said that this was filmed outside of Hollywood, right? Like 300 miles. I didn't say anything. Who said that? Ryan did. I I did. Okay. 300 miles miles outside of Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. I happen to know a couple of guys that might be looking for work who could potentially help these people out if it's it's still within California. I think that their license pretty much just pertains to this particular area. Demolitions, specifically. Um which I think would be a great asset in deterring uh, a raid. 
robotics experts. Guys, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman from mm-hmm. Mythbusters mm-hmm. come in yeah. and save the day. And their show is about to end, so they'll be looking the, for exactly. work. Yeah. They're going to be looking for work. They're going to need some, like, hey, if these guys are willing to give whatever they've got to this one dude, I mean, it's like these two guys roll into town. They'll they'll give him anything. They'll give him whatever was in that safe. A shave though, uh, maybe a shave. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Jamie would would will appreciate. Will they that. get all the way through it though? Definitely not. Okay, but I mean, by the time those guys roll in, they'll have set up like I don't know a ton of landmines or whatever. I think bird cannon maybe. Yeah. Now, how, now, how do the MythBusters actually teach them? Like what? No, they don't teach them. They just they just they just blow them up. They just blow up the oh. The, the bandits. And then they say, you were a myth. <laughs> yeah. And then they just <laughs> disappear. And we busted And then you. they walk off into the distance. You and then have like Grant Imahara construct some robot guns or something. Yeah. yeah. Robot guns. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, yeah, you tried. Uh, zero points. Okay. <laughs> it's better than Steven. I guess. <laughs> no, it's not. So the final tally is James with two, Steven with nine, and Ryan with 435. Uh, making the clear winner in a game of golf, James. Yay! <laughs> oh, you don't have anything else to add to that? No? No. Oh, uh, okay. I guess I'm the winner. <laughs> Yay, surprise winning! <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're just like, oh, All right, man. Cool. James, what's your pick for next week? Um, my pick for what? next week. Oh, oh, what's that? oh geez. Uh, what is that? What is that? Is that an earthquake? So, I, can't, I can't tell what that is. Uh, uh. It sounds like cover. It sounds kind of like we're banging on the table, but a I don't, little bit. But I don't think that's what's happening, guys. What is, what is this? What? I don't know. What's happening? I'm very scared by whatever's happening what's right the now. Sound? What's the sound? I don't know. What's? Do we leave? Do we run for cover? What do we do? We got to see what it is first. All right. Do, do we? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I want to see what it is. I just want to get theme? out of here. What's this? The theme song to? Is this step by step? No, this is Full House. Full House? Is this Full oh, House? Oh, it is Full House. Guys, our house is too full. We can't do another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we think don't that's have space. The... Is this really where you were going? <laughs> we don't have <laughs> space. We're out of space. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> Ryan, you remember Full House? Of course I do. It was the 80s. Well, I mean, the first couple seasons were the 80s. Yeah. Is this just a loop? Should we do our goodbyes? Oh, no. I thought you were playing this out like credits music or something. This is it. This is the end. Question mark? So, I'm going to talk over this. Uh, this is the season finale, guys. Thanks for joining us for this. I don't know what this could be like. What the fourth season? I don't know. We yeah. never really marked these. Yeah. If you look at certain events, this is kind of like the fourth season finale. We got the whole crew back together. Uh, while we're off the air, you guys should. You might want to keep up with us. So let's go around the table and say where you can find us. Keep up with what we're doing and making. I'm at Steven Zarita on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Hyperdrive Pictures at YouTube, uploading a lot of cool stuff every week there. Power Rangers interviews, a lot more skits, including one Michael made recently that was very good for Halloween. Michael, you want to tell people how we can keep up with what you're doing? Uh, 
I don't really post anything I actually do. I made a YouTube video this week that was pretty funny. Isn't it unlisted? It's unlisted, so... <laughs> so so, so just start off. typing in letters so just, and numbers, you might find him, it. Ask him for the uh, the key. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm making music currently and trying to write. Um, you can find my music at... Uh, shit, I don't know my whole URL, actually, but you can... It's in the description. Yeah, so we're really good at marketing, yeah. James. My, yeah. <laughs> Super good. We do stuff. You can't we see it. We do stuff. Uh, bye. Uh, Did I say my Twitter? Go by Ramshackle no. on we'll, SoundCloud. We'll I'm at TouchButtPro on Twitter. Oh, I'm Ramshackle on SoundCloud. I just said that. But and you're yeah. at Mr. McDoodles. Mr. And underscore at, McDoodles. At Mr. Underscore McDoodles on Twitter. At, yeah, on Twitter. I'm games under, games under SF4 on Twitter, but I haven't posted on there in like ever. So, <laughs> Well, uh, we're going to get you some followers. Yeah, go for it. I'd appreciate it, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I don't I uh, don't upload too much content, but uh, if you if you find me on Xbox Live someday, give Probably me give me a holler. Playing Maybe. Street Fighter or mm-hmm. Rock Band Four, one of those, one of those two things. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, it's been a good time. If you guys wouldn't mind joining me, there's a giant rock under there. We're gonna go back under it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been nice out it's, here. It seems. I was wondering why you brought that thing here but yeah. keep watching movies guys uh, well, why do you think the house is so full it, it brought <laughs> uh, that does that does make sense it, it makes a lot of sense and uh, it's actually kind of beautiful so yeah. thank you so thank you all goodbye bye or is it or is it oh geez <laughs> hold on hold on <laughs> sail away i don't know this is good this is good Thanks. I've been Steven Zarita. I've been Michael Ornelas. I've been James McAnally. And I've been Ryan Evans. Thank you once again for joining us. For another episode. For another episode of From, from Under, under a, a Rock. From Under a Rock. Some Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kinda dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Lame. Well, the years stop coming and they don't stop coming. Back to the rules and they hit the ground running. Did it make sense not to live for fun? Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back street? You never know if you don't go. Oh, never shine if you don't glow. So hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid and all that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the moral.